Hello, everyone. Let's uh, let's jump on board. We've got Michaela Boehm and Steve James here, who are joining us uh, for their second tour of Australia in about a month, uh, October 7, 8 and 9 in Melbourne and October 12 through 16 in Byron Bay. So thanks, guys, for jumping on board all the way from London. Hello. These two uh, lovely humans have just come out of a three-day uh, sessions with, um, with Londoners, and we're, we're looking forward to being greeted with, uh, you know, some new teachings. I, I know a lot of people jumped in Melbourne last time with the, the Friday night introduction evening, and they're looking forward to coming to Saturday and Sunday for some deeper practices. And I, and I know a lot of people who have come to Melbourne uh, and then now are going to extend themselves into the five-day uh, immersion experience. Everyone likes an immersion. Yeah. So, so for those who perhaps haven't uh, either listened to your work on SoundCloud or, or jumped onto the, the website, michaelaboem.com and guruviking.com, let's have a look at the, the subject of embodiment. This term is thrown around quite a lot uh, and it would be good to get a, a little more clear on, on why, what are, the, what are the actual daily benefits of being embodied? Um, I think that would be a, a good place to start. Yeah. Well... Would you like to start? Yeah. The, um, the funny thing about the term embodiment is it's, it's one of those technical terms um, of vocabulary that's got a very specific meaning, but gets thrown, thrown around a lot. And strictly speaking, you know, we're always basically in our body anyway. It's difficult to be anything other than embodied if you're a sort of alive in a human body, you know. But when... Most people talk about embodiment. It's a, it has something to do with um, a kind of a certain state or a certain feeling of uh, in the body, you know. And when we talk about embodiment, we're not really talking about that. When we talk about it, we're talking about sensitizing the body and sensitizing the mind to be able to feel the information, the data, and so on that is available to feel in the body. And sometimes we compare it to the difference between going to a loud rock concert and someone whispers to you and you can't hear them because the ambient noise level of the rock concert is so high. When you go to a library or something, that person talking to you, at the same level they talked in the rock concert, in the library it sounds kind of loud actually because the ambient noise level is less. So the process of embodiment um, uh, that we look at a lot is learning, okay, how to do the downward spiral from the gross to the subtle, how to sensitize in a certain sense to lower the ambient noise level so that all the signals and sounds and data and diagnostics and guidance systems and all that sort of thing in the body, which, you know, the body mind, including the emotional components and so on, and, and the quieter areas of the mind, are, which are always going on, are able to kind of emerge from... Uh, from beneath the, uh, uh, you know, the ambient level of noise, you know. And um, some of the ways we do that include a kind of a, a different sort of relationship to sensation. So, for instance, one exercise, if we want, we could do it, we could do now. I know we don't have, I know we don't have a great deal of time on here, but one thing you could do now is turn your head. It's a silly example in a way, from left to right. And rather than going... You don't have to do it. It's okay. I love this exercise. I've, I've, done, it. I've done it most days. It's great. Is turn your head from left to right. And rather than going to the extreme range of motion like this, going to about 70%, what you'll find there is 
if you go to the extreme range of motion to open the body and sort of create this feeling of openness and you know strong sensation that this is embodiment right what you actually do is you're going this way you create as much closure reciprocally as you do openness so you have the feeling or the illusion of kind of openness but really it's it's just closing as, as much as it's sort of creating this temporary opening and a lot of times it's that chronic nervous system hold um, that is the numbing agent and stops us from being able to feel a lot of those things. So when you go about 70% and you move only so far as you can do it with a soft neck, then your neck is not defending itself, holding against that kind of aggression of a strong stretch. Then there's the possibility of the nervous system to actually release or the muscles to relax and release. And then typically there's access to layers of sensation or feeling beneath that level of hold that were hitherto unavailable. And also yeah. the, the feeling that I'm getting whilst you're expressing that is that that actually becomes quite exciting. Things that were, you know, perhaps subtle, or, you know, like the, like the rock concert metaphor, you know, that whisper then becomes actually an exciting part of your life that you've never heard before. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And the key distinction in a certain way is that it's not an attempt to sort of generate or create a feeling of being embodied. It's in fact uh, revealing or inquiring into uncovering what's actually there to be felt yeah mm -hmm. and michaela do you find that brings up that can bring up resistance in some people's bodies as well like they start feeling more and more but then they go oh wait actually this is a little bit too much back up um how do you work with that well you know the thing that i want to just add to what steve just said is that of course how this is applicable you know what we're talking about, it's applicable for many, many different aspects. But when we talk about the work that uh, we're going to be doing in, you know, Byron and Melbourne, um, the more you can feel yourself, of course, the more feeling else. And you're actually, um, the way humans are built, how we feel other people is by feeling them through our own body. When you're numb to your own sensations and when you're not connected uh, even as well mentally to what you're feeling, you are uh, not really capable of connecting to another human being. And what you're feeling is more projection and uh, conjecture than actually, um, you know, calibrating to a, to a specific human. Yeah. And that, of course, uh, makes a lot of sense when you then start doing practices on feeling into another human being, connecting with another human being, and so on and so on. Because um, it's, you, you can't actually um, feel these things with a numb instrument. Yeah. And so even before we go into the more sexual uh, arena, you know, like uh, more the, the areas of psychosexual and actual sexual skill, the first thing to always do is to make sure that the body is not only available for sex, because of course the same mechanism applies in how much can you feel, whereas your arousal